Welcome to Kill Streak. It is one of our special bonus episodes. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, greetings, future lovers. I always do that to you. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. God. He's nervous. I'm nervous. We're about to talk through an entire movie. I, of course, I, of course, am Eric Goslin. (laughs) Joining me from Austin, Texas, Michael Price. How are you, sir? I'm good. Hi, Eric. Hello, Eric's future lovers. Uh, But Mike and I aren't alone here. Today, we have a very, very special guest joining us today for the very first time. Anytime we've had a guest. First time. Jefferson Dutton. How are you, sir? Good, man. Uh, Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, We're excited to have you. Yeah, this is great. Uh, I was going to do, I mean, Eric's Eric's sort of like the de facto MC, but uh, I figured maybe he would give you sort of like the, do you want, do you want to redo like an intro where we say your credits and stuff? Would that make you? I, I was about to. Oh, yeah. What, yeah, what, give me the old razzle dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> no, All right, no, here that's we go. Fun. I'm, that was a good intro. Keep keep both of them and have the have the listeners. Decide. Oh yeah, no, we don't better. take anything out. Absolutely okay, good, not. Good. No, no, this is all staying in. Yeah. Jefferson, of course, you know from IFC's The Birthday Boys, a very, very, very funny show. Uh, in fact, I was just talking today about how how I still, oh, this this wasn't from the show. This was an in, an internet short. I still quote. The pool jumpers, even though it was, it's like a ten-year-old video at this point. <laughs> Fucking Thanks, hilarious. That that was our Jesus walks. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was like our. That was like the thing that people kind of started to pay attention. Yeah, yeah, and if you haven't seen it, highly recommend seeking it out. Also, the IFC show was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and currently, good luck finding it. Sorry, keep going. Oh no, what were you saying? Yeah, good luck, good luck finding it. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, currently, the Sloppy Boys, a very, very fun band. One third and, uh, of the slops. Yeah. Um, Jefferson, I have to say, the cover of the new Sloppy Boys album is fucking incredible. Thanks, man. Uh, I love it. It's, I, I had the honor of making the last two. I did not make this one, <laughs> but, but uh, I'm, I was so happy. It was, it's this dude, uh, Seth Armstrong. Uh, who is a very talented painter? Mm-hmm. You know, he's like a he's like a real painter with like yeah. oil paints and and like and all that stuff. Uh, we asked him to do it. We were shocked. He said yes, especially for what we paid him. <laughs> and and uh, and he actually just gave us uh, the three of us like these beautiful prints of it. So oh, I'm getting man. it getting it framed. So all uh, of our little. <laughs> All of our little dingers are going to be up on my wall. Now, I've I've wanted to ask. I'm sure at I'm sure on at least one other podcast somewhere you've been asked. So I I apologize. I know this has that sort of press junket. It's a very repetitive question. But what was it like to sit for that portrait? <laughs> well, I will say we sent him some like reference images of our of our faces. Okay, but I gotta say, uh, he did a staggeringly good job of getting our <laughs> naked bodies. <laughs> Like, I was sort of like, huh, okay. Uh, we didn't send him references of like ourselves in underwear or anything, uh-huh. but like, like I've seen both those dudes like naked yeah. or close to mm-hmm. it, and I was, he fucking nailed it. All three of us. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you look at somebody's face and be like, yeah, yeah. that's probably what his like belly looks like. Yeah, that's what his torso. His hips. <laughs> I want to call out. The uh, odd, idiosyncratic, almost Cro-Magnon posture of Hanford, um, and how he sort of 
<laughs> he's really captured that. I think it's very it's very true to life. Uh, if yeah. our listeners don't know, just Google <laughs> the cover to Paradiso, Paradiso. Uh, or Paradiso, Paradiso. Yeah. Eric uh, from the Sloppy things. Boys. Yes, it. Do. Uh, <laughs> it is. You will not. Re- uh, you will not regret it. I promise you. Yeah. Normally, and leading up to an album, like. We don't have a machine behind us at all. It's just kind of the three of us kind of shit posting. Yeah. So uh, in in <laughs> oh, years past, we we were like, yeah, you can anyone can tell. <laughs> uh, but we would have the album art, and then as soon as it was done, we would be like, how soon can we like post this just to make it look like we have anything going on? Uh-huh. Uh, and, and so it was so hard this time. We were like, no, no, we're gonna save this until the fucking release day, because. Probably the buzziest thing we've ever had is that cover image. Sure. And we and we and we were like, we can't let that come out and then not have the link right next to it. To, right, to right. Yeah. We we can't afford to like let any traffic kind of slip through our fingers. So we sat on that for like a month and a half, just waiting for like, oh, can't wait for this thing to come out. Oh man, that must and- have been torturous. And not just the album artwork, but the album itself is great. I was listening to it today in preparation of this podcast, and I've seen you guys. I've seen you guys play live before. Always, always a fun time. And hopefully, at some point in the near future, we can attend live shows again. Oh, but, God, yes, yeah. Yeah. can't wait to do it again. It really put the kibosh <laughs> on some <laughs> things. Like we had to cancel some dates. Like Ugh. it's we finally got to the point where we could kind of tour a little mm-hmm. it, it really helps when we do it with uh don't stop or we'll die mm-hmm. yeah our yeah. Uh, our our sister band <laughs> and uh and uh we were we did chicago by ourselves last year oh wow and uh that was great at a place called subterranean i hope it makes it through i hope all these venues make it through i'm mm. so sad that the satellite is uh at least changing gears oh yeah. i know i know that yeah. is heartbreaking um, speaking of the satellite, so my uh, probably most notable Sloppy Boys anecdote is that uh, Jefferson and the, and the guys extended to my former cover band the opportunity to open uh, a Sloppy Boys show on yes. on the, the week leading up to Halloween. This was just about two years ago. Um, and that it was is two years ago. Yeah, it is hands down. It is one the most fun I've ever had doing a show. The we played at the Satellite, which was a goal, mm-hmm. a dream of mine because I was in a fucking you know barroom cover band. Like we didn't we didn't book venues. Um, smoke wagons, great. We owe us, we owe a lot to Smoke Wagon. Also, <laughs> you guys, it's the you first guys time played, anybody said that. <laughs> you guys, you guys played the Derby. Is that right? We did. Yes, we actually played the Derby three times, including closing night. Yeah. That's nuts. I'm so Whoa. jealous. Mm-hmm. I, I never got to see the actual derby. I've been to mess hall a million times. Oh. But the, the, the derby is shaped like a derby hat. That's mm-hmm. why it's called that. And it's uh one of the bars and swingers. I think mm-hmm. it's like the like the It's big the swing dancing bar. bar. Yeah. It's yeah, where it's he meets dancing. up with Heather Graham. Yeah. Um yeah, that was like our bar uh that we like that was that was our home venue. We played I mean, we played there three times in the span of like a year and then they closed it. Wow. But damn. I mean, not any only correlation cut, there, any correlation there, Price? We've yeah, closed so. down. <laughs> so we have also played closing night. At, we played at a, play, a place in South Pasadena where we had a residency. 
And then we oh, also yeah. closed down the Silver Lake Lounge. Yeah, I remember that. I was there for that one. Yeah. yeah. So we've did, closed out three places. Did you play the Viper Room as well? We did play the Viper Room, yeah. So you, Once. in a way, killed River Phoenix um, through Smokewag. By proxy, I think you did. And it's more of the money. I mean, more specifically, as a six-year-old, I also uh, set up that bad <laughs> hot shot for him. So <laughs> I think in a much more specific way, I killed River Phoenix. Um, come at me, Joaquin. Um, oh. But uh, I also, the night of that show, so not only my favorite show, absolutely the best performance we've ever put on. We actually rose to the occasion for once. And, You're talking Satellite? Yeah, Satellite. And I felt so hot coming off that show. Oh, he took off after the Sloppy Boys got done with their set. I headed down the street to my favorite karaoke venue where I proceeded to boldly hit on and then make out with my now fiance for the very first time ever. Um, wow. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that everything happened right there, right then. Really, I owe my my future marriage to the Sloppy Boys. Well, I was also there the night you guys met at Jay's bar. That was our first real. That was like the. That was our first real date. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so we had a drunk makeout at at uh, Hyperion Public, mm-hmm. which if ever, if people want the the gritty details, I'll, I'll make it fast. That Ooh, led gross. that led to a dinner date, which I thought went well, but then she ghosted me for three weeks. Ooh. Then she <laughs> couldn't get me out of her head. Couldn't shake it. Hit me up again. We got back together a couple weeks later. And then the first time we agreed to try going out again, we met up at Jay's bar with Jefferson, with Tim Kalpakis from the Sloppy Boys. I want to say Neil was there. Uh, Mookie. Mookie, who uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but, you know, if you're a Mookie Blakelock fan, keep your ears open in the month of October. Damn. Yeah. You booked Mookie? How'd you get him? <laughs> I had to make him one of my grooms. Your good friend, Mookie. Yeah. That was that that wasn't I hope that doesn't come off as a blast. I, no. I, I love I love Mook. No, Mookie's great. Um, but yeah, I actually had to make him a groomsman in my wedding. Um it was it was really weird. I fucked up. Um, so, but I fixed it. Uh anyways. <laughs> that's not a story we need to get into. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, what are we watching, you guys? We're doing a live commentary. This is the first time we've tried this out. Uh, the three of us, we're going to sit here, we're going to get a little bit drunk, and we're going to watch a movie together. Yeah. Uh, Jefferson, do you want to say what movie you have selected tonight? Yes, I have selected, I want to say, what is it, 1980s? That's correct, yeah. 1980s Maniac. Yeah. Maniac. is is a poster that scared me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, if you look at the poster, I think there's maybe more than one. Uh, it's a burly man. You can't see his face. And he's mm-hmm. carrying the decapitated head of a woman. Yeah. And a big fucking knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and this is something neither of you guys have seen before, right? That's correct. So this You're will, the this only will be first time viewing. You're the only pro here. Uh, you guys are in for a treat. It's a okay. real... It might be the sweatiest villain in all of horror history. <laughs> um, um, we'll wait until they make a movie about me recording a podcast. <laughs> uh, so Jefferson, uh, during Halloween time, are you are you typically a horror fan, and do you ramp it up around this time of year? Yes, I love it. Uh, nice. I got to say, honestly, COVID has brought out the horror movies for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've same been- here. I've seen like tons and tons of horror movies, especially like this kind. Like, yeah, 
a lot of um, schlocky mm-hmm. 80s stuff. I just saw Maniac Cop. Mm-hmm. I just saw I just saw like Demons. Oh, yeah, it was great. A, a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff. Um, Hell comes to Frogtown. That's a deep cut. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, yeah. R- Rowdy Rowdy Roddy Piper. Also, I think the same year as They Live. Although definitely the the least, the, <laughs> yeah. less, the less noteworthy of the two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I hope this doesn't come off as a slam, but I feel like you could be Rowdy Roddy Piper's son. You kind of got that look, especially <laughs> with your COVID hair. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, that did come off as a fucking slam. Yeah, man, that was fucking rough, dude. But the, the, Piper was the best, you guys. <laughs> he is oh, the best. I like, I like Piper. Yeah. Uh, he should have done more. They should have given him more shots. Yeah, after, I know. Uh, after his one-two punch of these two movies. I know. We stuck him into a scene of a really of a $2,000 budget movie that I made. <laughs> he, he was generous enough to donate five minutes of his time Are to be serious? in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and some friends made a movie called Street Team Massacre that is currently unavailable anywhere. But, oh, hey, breaking news. I think actually Troma Now, the um, Troma's streaming service is going to be streaming it soon enough it's uh it was distributed by troma originally but we didn't have a blu-ray or a dvd made of it they just wanted to put it on streaming services and then we emailed them like hey what's going on like 10 years later like oh we forgot about that yeah we'll put it on the service (laughs) (laughs) like it should be available soon um just gotta ask but yeah, man, I'm right there with you in terms of like the caliber of horror movie I want to watch. Like mm-hmm. I watched Sleepaway Camp 2 the other night. Cool. I haven't seen it. I've seen one. Uh, it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's dumb as fuck, but that's kind of just I just kind of want to watch dumb stuff right now. Yeah. Well, you there's that kind of um, I mean, people talk about this a lot in much greater depth uh, and sound much smarter than I will. But the catharsis that comes from horror movies like especially during stressful times like this, it can feel actually really nice to like to feel this almost false sense of threat and terror and dread, but then it, it resolves and it goes away and it, yeah. and it gives you that almost placebo effect. And then if you make it extra schlocky and goofy, all the better for me because then it's just entertaining, you know, in its own way to boot. Yeah. You know, one that I saw recently and uh, is a little close to the bone for for COVID and uh, <laughs> these times is uh, Soylent Green. Have you oh. guys seen so- like no. everybody knows the ending for Soylent Green, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's it's like if you want to see a fucking dystopia where it's like everyone is homeless, just like it's like they live where it's like oh the main characters are just drifters. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those sort of things, and uh, it's just prescient. I've I've never seen it. My my 70s, 60s, 70s sci-fi with Charlton Heston of choice was always the Omega Man. Oh, sure. Yeah, I haven't seen it. That was great. I I haven't seen it in a very long time on my list. It's yeah, Um, it's for those who don't know, it's the or like I am legend. The Will Smith movie is a remake of the Omega Man. I think it's based on a short story. uh, Yeah, like a novella, which I highly recommend by Richard Matheson. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out, readers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> speaking of checking it out, should we check this movie out? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm not going to do my normal pre-pro spiel like I do because we want to jump right into this. But for those who don't know, Maniac, it's a 1980 slasher directed by William Lustig, who is a guy who made the jump straight from porn into this movie. Um, yeah, a couple of porn 
important actresses make appearances in this movie. Ooh, uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, hey, hey. L- Lustig rings a bell. Has he done other stuff? He has, yes. But I think this is probably what he's best known for. The reason you would would really uh, would ring a bell for you, he is the director of the Maniac Cop series. Hey. Oh. Yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. Gotta say, uh, didn't didn't love Maniac Cop. It's know. not that great, but they <laughs> made two sequels. I don't know why. Um, I, I want to see the sequels, um, but yeah, I didn't love it either. Yeah, that was on my list as a kid because I was a bit of a Bruce Campbell completist. Um, mm-hmm. And so sure. I tried to watch everything that he was in. Uh, I know that Lustig has a connection to Sam Raimi. I think they were friends or, you know, they certainly knew each other. So. He played roles in a couple of Sammy Raimi movies. Um, he's in Dark Man and Army of Darkness and like little bit parts. Oh, cool. Crazy. But uh, he Maniac also. Cop. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Maniac Cop. Another one that is sort of like, you know, not a great movie, but had some had some uh, resonant threads for these times. <laughs> yeah. When, when uh, yeah. like there's like, oh, uh, first, you don't know who the cop is. I'm not, right. not going to spoil it, but I am going to speak freely. So yeah, if you really do. care, plug your ears. Here we go. Uh, and then it slowly starts to get out that this killer is a police officer. And uh, it starts to like undo society a little bit because people are getting pulled over and they're freaking out and they're shooting good cops Ooh. thinking that they mm-hmm. are that they might be the bad cop. And it just has this thick layer of like, oh, if this keeps going on, people are going to distrust the police department. And uh, watching this, you know, post-George Floyd was like, I, I get why... Um, I think they're redoing it with uh, like Nicholas Winding Refn is making a yeah. series out of yeah. it. Ooh, I, yeah, that'll be great. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that either. I'm a, I'm a big Nicholas Winding Refn fan, and I think that he's going to at least do something interesting with it. Uh, but yeah, it it's, feels very of the moment right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw William Lustig also did that Uncle Sam. Did you ever see that? I never saw like, it, but I that that movie came out when I was. Uh, I had a subscription to Fangoria, so I yeah, looked at lots yeah. of production stills from it. <laughs> it's probably one of the only Friday, uh, Fourth uh, of July movies. <laughs> I almost said Friday the Thirteenth movies. There's <laughs> lots of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, totally lost my train of thought, which is fine because we're going to go watch the movie yeah. right now. All right, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor, and then when we come back, we will start up Maniac. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are about to start our feature film. For those of you who would like to join along with us, which I hope is everyone, because honestly, this will be god awful to listen to if you are not watching Mania. <laughs> um, you can find it currently on Amazon Prime. Uh, it is part of the Prime Video offering, and that's where we're going to watch it together. Uh, we're going to do a quick little countdown three, two, one, start. And then we're going to start the movie rolling. So if you want to do that along with us at home, you can join right in. All right, gentlemen, are you ready to embark? Oh, I am ready. Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Play. It'd be really funny if we just didn't talk for two hours (laughs) and just watched the movie. (laughs) There's moaning. The movie starts with moaning. Which is always a great sign. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. A little day for night action right off the bat. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't remember the moaning being this aggressive. <laughs> oh, that is a haircut. <laughs> it is like noon. <laughs> Very naturalistic acting. I was gonna say that. <laughs> well, the uh, the guy who plays the killer in this movie was mm -hmm. like a well-regarded New York actor. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna ask: Is this is this guy like a Cassavetes regular? Like, I think. He's got... I don't know who he was a regular of, but he was like friends with like Nicholson and stuff. I think he like oh, went no. to the same like Stella Adler school or something like that. Oh no! Ooh! <laughs> body count up to one. <laughs> yeah, you gonna do the body count? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, I like it. Um, all right, so there we go. We got a slash throat. This guy means business. <laughs> Eric, is this whole thing just a Jaws ripoff? Yeah, it, it actually is. Uh, Frank Zito is a shark. Um, I didn't want to reveal that yet, but the sweatiest shark you ever did see. Land shark. You guys remember that? That's a good bit, yeah. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> oh. A... Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. It's gruesome. Now, would your feet do that? I don't think, no. <laughs> I think I would kick a lot more. Okay. Piano wire kills always get to me. That's so disturbing. What do they call that, a garret? A garret, yeah. 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 Or, or like something. The Scottish. Or garot. Oh, yeah, one of garot. Those. Oh, what's it, that? What's that face? Joe Spinell, that's who he is. That's the guy. Oh, so we got a maniac on our hands right out the gate. Yeah, we are <laughs> deep into maniac territory right now. So this is going to kind of put us they in... even put a They put a name tag on him right up top. <laughs> it's his Chiron. It's the flashing arrow. Look at this, ma Look at this maniac. <laughs> Ooh, Tom Savini. Now we're yeah. talking. Yeah. So I have to assume he's doing... He does the special effects in this as well, right? He's not just appearing as an actor. That'd be yeah. funny if, if he didn't. If they were like, no, we got a guy, Tom. <laughs> you, you, just, you just act. <laughs> we need a long hair dude. Yeah, it's Ooh. the 70s. We can't find a long hair dude. <laughs> we need someone who just looks like a thinner version of our main character. Okay, so he's had struggles. He's dealt with. Mm -hmm. There are parts of his chest are wet. <laughs> uh, wet with scars? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you guys be shocked to know that this man died shortly after this? <laughs> oh my God. Like, well, probably like nine years later. But <laughs> That's just, that's just sad then. <laughs> Like, like, what a horrible piece of trivia. Like, did you guys know that <laughs> Joe Spinell died That's nine years that after? That's sort of my <laughs> MO is when it's like, oh, did you, 
at a party. Like, oh, did you hear about this awful thing that happened? <laughs> oh, mom? Mm-hmm. I do like the music. Yeah. I mean, that's the other great thing about like movies from this era is the weird synthy scores. They're yeah. all so good. I'm I've been listening on Spotify to a playlist called Horror Synth Soundtracks and it's fucking mm. awesome. Like it's all like scores from like Day of the Dead. Mm. And, oh, hell and, yeah. and like God. and like and like stuff that like I'll put it on random and uh stuff will come on and I'm like, how do I know this? And it's from <laughs> Like Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead or like some one of those uh, really synthy things. A lot of John Carpenter. Oh, of course. I want to find. Can you send that to yeah, me? I'm actually yes, looking at it right sure. now. Okay. It, it's got uh, the one I'm listening to has Bub yep. as the cover image. That's the one. Nice. Um. Yeah, I love the soundtrack. And the other thing, too, is like that marks the era is just I mean, I know it's just the first five minutes, but it is moving so slowly. And, it's good. It's oh, good for this. That, that's not a. That's not even a criticism. I it's mean, it's just, good for podcasts too because sometimes yeah. you want to let the movie do the work, and then uh, right podcast you want to chit chat. Yeah, absolutely. This this He's got a lot of keys. What's that about? This movie's also prime New York being a total fucking shithole, which oh, I yeah. love on camera. Like, did you throw this one out when we were when we were tossing out better New York horror movies than Jason Takes Manhattan? Oh, I don't know that I. I'm, I'm, don't remember actually. Okay. Yeah, Jason takes Manhattan as a fun one because he he's in Manhattan for like seven minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and only one of them is actually Manhattan. <laughs> it's basically good... like this shot. <laughs> yeah, they did a good job with that in Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, like faking New York for uh, yeah. other places. I never even thought about it. But uh, at the eighties, like Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, Jason, like New York in the eighties is just filled with trash. Yeah, and like. And like just drug addicts and it's punk, very scary like, New York gang members who are just like punks with like mohawks. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Everybody's got a switchblade. <laughs> this song rolls. Until Giuliani cleaned all this up. <laughs> this is the real New York. Fucking bastard. I want to go in, right? <laughs> what? What's French? Eric, you would know this. What's French mean? That means like, is this like, a, is this like a pretty woman thing? Like, <laughs> like for kissing is more? Like is French like a kiss thing? I guess so, yeah. Oh, Christ. Great. I have our, our first uh, technical error here. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're fine. Because <laughs> mine skipped backwards. Really? Yeah. I'll tell Well, okay, it's about to cut right now. He says she's doing the how much 25 is regular again. Okay, we're going to have to maybe do a little pause. <laughs> yeah, give it a pause. <laughs> okay, I'm giving it a pause. Uh oh. All right. Oh, now okay, we're back to I, where you were. Now we're back to where you are. Okay, you guys. So we are on uh for those of you listening at home, go back to when she said 25's regular and then 50 um, is French and regular. We, 7 minutes and 24 up. seconds. 
Oh, that's a better idea, Eric. Yeah, okay, we're going to start at 7.24. Cool. Uh, well, hopefully this doesn't happen every seven minutes and 24 seconds. <laughs> All right, here we go again. But if this gives us an opportunity. Over, yeah. Hey, guys, again, what do you what think is- French is meant? Seventy-five. Wait. I, th- I mean, I'm really racking my brain just to try to figure this out. Is that just butt stuff? That's just it's just butt. But stuff. I mean, what's around the world? Then? I don't know. How do you raise the stakes from butt stuff? I mean, I haven't left the like country a- much. I've only. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys, don't take offense to this. How, <laughs> how do I turn you down? <laughs> I got oh. I got the movie cranked, uh-huh. and I've been clicking around, and I can't seem to like find the volume on the, our little chit-chat. We got to turn ourselves down. That's okay. We can no, do that. No, 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 don't. I got to be able to. Why do you guys need a fucking TV? You're going to bone. I just love the way these like New York extras look. <laughs> That's a good Every- bit. Everyone looks so miserable. Yeah. Everybody's in too tight, like V-neck white shirts. Uh This guy's lustig is not very sex positive. I've discovered. <laughs> no, definitely. What not. what goes on in Maniac Cop? I haven't seen that one since I was a kid. I, I know at one point he cuts to like a woman who's nervous at the wheel, and it looks like she has herpes or something. And I think it's supposed to be like she's bad because she's a hooker or she mm-hmm. has herpes or something. Mm-hmm. And here we are again, spending a lot of time. In the uh, twisted den of the sex worker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I if I'm really guilty of anything that I that I regret slash I'm gr- glad I grew out of is as someone who did comedy and wrote quite a bit, like in high school and college, it was so easy and tempting to like write a a dead prostitute into something as like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a shot to get like a shock, you know, or, or like pimps. Pimps were like such. We're like such a funny idea for a while there. Yeah, right. And yeah. Absolutely. Is this around the world? <laughs> <laughs> Just does her ballet poses. That, that costs him fucking fifty bucks. Well, wait. This is French, right? Ballet. Oh, he's. This is the ultimate. He did oh, the ultimate. You can see, your money goes a long way here. Yeah. I, I mean, I do want to say in a completely unironic way, if this was a true exchange, I have a lot of respect for her commitment to this. This is not like a half-assed striptease. Like she is definitely 
putting in the work. She's yeah. seducing, yes. Those pock marks. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm turned on as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Right. Oh, I didn't he think just, this was going to happen. He just said, leave your clothes on. <laughs> yeah, that's when Eric popped a huge boner. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> CFNM. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Remember, that was a... It was a simpler time when clothed female naked male was the height of the height of fetish kink. I can always count on you, Price. I knew what it was. <laughs> I'm not asking you to expose yourself like that. You're doing us a favor just appearing on the pod. He seems troubled. It's normal. Happens to everybody. Uh oh. I feel like that's going to come back to haunt her. Uh, <laughs> is, is he the maniac? Did it, did... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's the maniac. Yeah. Okay, sure. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I mean, he, he, sh- he showed up. He was all dressed up. Okay, he's the maniac. Great. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I read about this movie when I was doing my very cursory research is that it was sort of cited as an inspiration for what most people would consider to be the superior Henry portrait of a serial killer. Mm. Um, for... for Specifically, one because it's it's it, it sort of puts you into almost a POV kind of situation with it with the killer. Yeah, you know, it's sort of like the the back half of Psycho, where you're just there with oh, so sweaty, so sweaty. Uh, this guy sort of looks like Captain Lou Albania. Yeah, yeah, Captain <laughs> Lou Albano. <laughs> oh yeah, Al- Albano. Yeah, yeah. He oh, needs like, a paperclip in the ear. See, in 2020, this just looks like normal sex to me. <laughs> Depends on what generation they're from, right? This is this is how Gen Xers fuck. Just more spitting. <laughs> Not nearly enough ass play for young people. <laughs> She's getting some good screams out. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. That's got to be one of the hardest things to do on camera is scream in a convincing way. Wait. Oh, it's a different woman. It's yeah, his it's mother, his, isn't it? It's his mother. Uh, I figured it out. I already <laughs> I cracked Ooh, the plot. Very arty. Hmm. <sighs> hey, that's why they needed a TV. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's on it. So I like that one of the belt. <laughs> I mean, I think his whole outfit is great, uh, for sure. I mean, it's not 
I I wish I could pull this off. And I mean, I have the figure for it. I just don't <laughs> think I can. I, I can't. I can't do. It's just a matter of doing, man. You're right. I don't know what kind of feedback I would get from my fiance. <laughs> Cleaning crew has to wipe sweat off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> We're never getting this deposit back. There's a stripe of sweat along the bathroom wall. Uh-oh. He's not done, is he? He's a maniac, maniac. <laughs> oh, don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know where this is going. E. Ooh. Oh, Savini, you bastard. <laughs> I was just looking. Whatever happened to Nam? If it didn't scare me, then. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do oh, it. Don't no. do it. No, no. Oh. Wow. Hey guys. Well, that, was, that was graphic. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, full on scalping. That's exciting. Have you guys ever seen I wanna say it's an Australian horror movie that came out. It is in in the last couple of years. I'm not sure if it's Australian. It definitely came out in the last couple of years called The Furies. No. No, I've heard the name though. Um, I don't know anything about it. It's great. It's it's a uh it's sort of like a cabin in the woodsy type thing where there's like a take on some familiar horror tropes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, some of the most graphic kills I've ever 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 seen. Jeez. Like mm. like had to like watch through my fingers. Uh highly recommended. I'm going to put it on my uh Halloween list. At the time, it was on Shudder. I don't know if it still is. Yeah. I think that's probably where I've seen it. Shudder is my... Oh, I'm into it's it. It's absolutely my favorite streaming service. I just uh, watched uh, Mandy and uh, the color... Uh, oh, color the, out of um, space. Yes. C- color out of shape? Space. Color out of space. Uh, both remarkably, si- uh, remarkably similar <laughs> movies. They're both Elijah Wood's production company, and they both star Nicolas Cage, but they both have that sort of like 80s throwbacky synthy. Yeah. yeah. Elijah Wood, who remade Maniac. Yeah. Whoa! Which I've never That's I've right. never seen his version of it. Maybe I should I should put that on the list as well. I bet you he's the maniac too, huh? I think he I is, bet. yeah. I yeah. think too, so. Too cute to be a maniac, if you ask Yeah, me. yeah. I'd love to see I, Elijah Wood try and choke a normal-sized woman. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Uh, his, his, his little Oreo-sized hands uh, on, on either side of her neck. Just feels like a, a scarf or a tight-collared shirt. <laughs> um, I saw him at uh, karaoke at Pattaya Thai once. Um, no shit. Classic late-night karaoke spot right in Los Feliz. Did you do cocaine off of him? No. What what kind of question is that? What do you mean? Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Why would I do cocaine off of Elijah Wood? Appetite. 
Yeah. Hmm. I would do it in the bathroom okay. off of a key. <laughs> Why would I use Elijah Wood's body? That's... <sighs> Jesus. Eric, I'm glad you saw this before because I'm going to have questions. <laughs> <laughs> What's he saying? Uh, just some general psycho mumbling. Oh, yeah. Oh, I definitely went closed captions on. Oh, that's a great idea. Smart. Yeah. He's doing a southern accent now. This is his his uh, mod team audition. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's going to go home and fucking scalp a pillow because he's angry and they won't cast any more white guys. <laughs> Is that a liver? Oh, it's the scalp. Okay, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So again, the story of Frank Zito here, partially inspired by one of Wisconsin's two uh, great serial killers, Ed Gein. The inspiration for every fucking thing. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Silence of the Lambs. Who's the other one? Dahmer, baby. Oh, Dahmer's Wisconsin. Yeah. We got like two of the big three. It's a cold, boring place. It's people Not are looking for diversion. Do. Yeah, anywhere they can find it. You're either a serial killer or just a stoner hanging out in a Best Buy parking lot. <laughs> so why get a new doll though? He, he like he he got rid of the old doll and he's like, well, I got a brand new doll for my brand new scalp. Seems uh, right. seems wasteful. Yeah, yeah. Use the whole buffalo, man. Come on. Doesn't doesn't seem like a sustainable model that he's got going. I mean, also, I would question the need for a mannequin at all. He had a perfectly good woman to put that scalp on. Hey, yeah, it's true. Now he's doing a little desperado type thing. <laughs> oh my god. Is that where that came from? It's a cool move. It's a cool move. I haven't seen Desperado in a long time. That was absolutely one of my favorite movies when it came out. Does it hold up? I bet it does. I bet it does. Salma Hayek certainly holds up. (laughs) No shit. Uh, Have you guys seen... Oh, God. Maybe it's just a making of on the... Have you seen El Mariachi? Yes. A Bits long, and pieces long time of ago. it, yeah. It, it's similar to Desperado. Right. Uh, actually, El Mariachi to Desperado is a lot like Evil Dead to Evil Dead 2. Sure. Right, or, it's like or, a quasi-remake, right? Yeah, Slash yeah. sequel. Yeah. yeah, or it's like, do it again, but with like, you know, three times the budget. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I love that as as a, a filmmaking model. It's almost mm-hmm. like a feature length proof of concept, you know, that's what's yeah. going to happen with uh, another Yeti. Right, Eric. Oh yeah, sure. Everybody's clamoring for <laughs> a remake of the sequel. <laughs> I'm excited to reprise my dual roles in a $20 million production. Would you come back? Absolutely. Without question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I still well, haven't yeah. given up on my Hollywood dream, even though I've moved to Texas. 
Jeff, I don't know if you know this, but Eric and I made a movie together. Eric directed it. And uh, Eric, yeah. how many movies have you directed? Uh, well, co-directed four. Woo. Yeah. Four. They're all micro-budget, like, horror comedies. Dude, that's the coolest. How do, Get me in. I want in. Yeah, man. Uh, the problem is now we're all, like, old and married and have kids, so it's hard to... <laughs> Not me, baby. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Eric, you in, you're I'll in the be, market for a new co-director? I'll, I'll be. Yeah. It'll be like Batman Beyond. Like I'll come to you for advice, and then you like send me out to do the shit. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds great. Um, so I've been drinking rosé um, because I couldn't decide if I wanted red or white. But I fixed myself up. I'm showing the guys on our video chat. Oh, I have a huge cocktail um and in honor of our film it's not a maniac it is however a bloody mary oh Um, a bloody mary it's a bold choice yeah here's so here's cheers with my 16 ounce late night bloody mary cheers (laughs) bro i want to hear more about these horror comedies but not quite yet for now let's listen let's listen to the maniac (laughs) <laughs> oh, we got some Savini. There he is. Short hair Savini. Yeah. That mustache. Looks like... If he just put a little shape into it, he could be the next Raleigh Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Savini on his Instagram recently? No. He should shave the mustache. He's... It, have you seen... Or also, have you seen Ron Jeremy like in his arraignment photos and shit? Like his God. mustache is barely hanging on, and uh, Savini's sort of in that camp. I feel like a lot of cool dudes from the '80s, they just kept dressing on like they they keep looking like when they felt the coolest. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody does, right? Yeah. Okay, so all right, remind me after this scene transpires. I have a quick story i want to talk about with old guys dressing also why would you ever cast this guy who looks way too much like your maniac i know he really does <laughs> well maybe there's thema- is there a thematic reason he's like this is like a hotter version of me i gotta kill him no okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> oh i thought you were asking a serious question sorry <laughs> Yes, I lost, and I lost all <laughs> sense. Of... <laughs> whenever some, whenever I can prove somebody wrong, I just yeah. go for the throat. <laughs> Fuck podcasting. Fuck co-hosting. Sorry, Mike. I'm gonna tear this fucker down. I'm gonna take this motherfucker down a peg. So it is incredibly dark in these exteriors. I'm gonna guess that's because they. Didn't have a permit to that shoot? Is, that is out? correct. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. This guy came out of the club with a button-down sweater <laughs> and jacket on. Is he wearing a scarf, too? He's wearing a scarf, a sweater, yeah. <laughs> oh, Everything was very cold back in the 80s. <laughs> Do we know where we are geographically? Uh, mm-hmm. somewhere in New York City, I'm not sure. Exactly oh, yeah, New York, New York, New York, New York. Yeah. I mean, in the 80s, what was your go-to trashy? Was it Brooklyn? Was it Queens? 
Queens is more residential, right? Like Times Square. Yeah, Times Times, Times Square was like all just like porn theaters and stuff. Right. Before Disney bought it all up. (laughs) Fuck you, Michael Eisner. Burning hell. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, he will one day. All right, this is pretty... Is she an adult film performer? That one I'm not sure of. Well, if she isn't, she is really good at uh, acting horny. (laughs) Very convincing. He's beginning to undress. (laughs) He's got seven more layers to go. He's also wearing long long johns. He he showed up to hustle everybody at strip poker. (laughs) It's a great thigh. (laughs) What? Like somebody's grandfather. Look at her gams. Every time I see one of these old cars where the window doesn't have a frame, I'm like, how did every single one of those not shatter at some point? You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) So what? Yeah. Drive away. It's just a maniac. Oh. Oh. Yeah! Holy shit! Oh my god! (laughs) Did you guys know that was coming? No. That was like great. That was like holy. That was like the T one thousand head split, like just a full head explosion. Wow! And we are still slow mo on the aftermath. (laughs) This is insane. This is the best part of the movie. Holy shit! Oh my god, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you get your Savini. Like that that's where he earned his money. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't so I didn't know where that was coming. I didn't know what it was gonna look like. All I knew was there was a shotgun scene. And I know that uh Gene Siskel walked out after that. Oh really? Didn't watch the rest of the movie. Those yeah. guys were such wusses about yeah. horror movies. Seriously. Oh no. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, no, he did it. All right. Yeah, I can definitely see where they talk about this sort of inspiring henry portrait of a serial killer it's very dark (laughs) it's very gritty yeah uh i'm gonna take one of my first of probably many pee breaks all right go nuts 
I'm going to do that eventually, but I'm not going to announce to everybody that I'm going to urinate. (laughs) Whoa. Can't believe they could afford a helicopter. I know, right? Hmm. Have you seen Henry? Jefferson? Jefferson. I have not. I have not. Uh, it is one of the darkest, most unpleasant movies I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Imagine if somebody tried to just make, like, it is, it's like almost not quite documentary style, but they essentially were just like, I'm going to make the most realistic, accurate film imaginable about a real serial killer. Yeah. I mean, some stuff like that I'm not into. I mm. I, I, don't, I don't do like torture uh, torture porn uh, yeah. horror stuff. And uh, some things really cross the line for me as far as in my enjoyment. But I'd check that out. Is he talking to the camera? Yeah. Well, no. No, so the camera just happened to be in his eye line for a second. Uh, I'm with you on the torture porn stuff, and I would say that Henry's a little bit different just because they, like, try to make... it's, it's I mean, it's about as sober as you can be with that kind of material, where it's, like, it makes you feel really gross and not in, like, an indulgent way. It's like, oh, yeah, this is probably what it's... Like, it gets... I mean, it's it's a, not the deepest movie ever, but it's, like, more of a, again, gritty, realistic, and it, and it, and it tries to get a little bit into the psychology of it. Yeah. Of, like... Uh, we're talking about Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, Eric, mm-hmm. which Jeff hasn't seen. H- have you, have you seen... seen? Have you seen, Eric? I have, yeah. Uh, it's been a while, but it is s- similar in its grittiness, but this one is just like a pinch more, not silly, because it's very dark, but chin Like sens- sensational? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Sensational is a, a better way to put it. Have you guys seen The Fall? That uh, Oh, I it's, I, it's like a series. The, yeah, I saw the first season of it. I, I kind of fell off the second season. I haven't, yeah. It's a series that is a you know how like in Breaking Bad and in Sopranos we're taking these antiheroes who do terrible things but we still like we're we're on their side. Right. With mm-hmm. the fall it's like well this guy's quirk is that he murders women. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh but it's a bit of a two-hander because the investigator following him is uh uh Gillian uh Gillian Anderson. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, they kind of do like the split thing, where it's like it's like falling down, where it's like you, okay. you you get the person going crazier, and then the and then you got a second protagonist who's like closing in. But uh, yeah, just a guy who murders women, and like you're in his head for a great deal of the runtime. Yeah, I really like that first season. I don't know why I fell off the second, but I just never went back. You've been watching Dark. I need to catch up on that. How did you know that? Because I saw on <laughs> on Twitter when uh, we had that earthquake. <laughs> oh yes, last week. Uh, I really want to watch Dark, and I will cop to my biggest flaw 
well, right here, which is I have to do other shit on my phone or my computer with a, like playing switch while I'm watching stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause my attention span sucks. And so subtitles are, are hard, are hard. For oh, me. and you have to pay attention to dark. It is one of the more confusing shows. Uh, Just like never, everybody looks the same. Everybody looks the same. I've also never seen a show relish being convoluted and challenging the way that that show does like (laughs) a lot of shows are like oh there's like some confusing stuff or like you're not quite sure what's going on until the end of the episode this show is a double black diamond of that shit Mm -hmm. yeah they they i've never seen a show be like that's our thing and we're gonna like we're gonna like it sounds like primer you seen that movie no but uh from what i know about it yes that's a good comparison yeah okay yeah yeah, that movie gets off on being hard to understand. I I really cool. I really did enjoy Dark though, and uh I can't get anybody to watch it. And uh <laughs> yeah. I would say what if you watch it, like watch it with one other person or a group of people because it's just mm. more fun. And don't and don't look at like anything. I spoiled some pretty big stuff early on mm-hmm. because I because mm-hmm. I was like googling like no wait who's this and uh, yeah. th- so try not to do that. That's what I I'll did see- with season one of Game of Thrones because I was trying to look up um, Amelia Clark's boobs and I accidentally <laughs> saw the shot of her with the dragons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, truly, okay, well, I truly hoisted by your own petard. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, I'll see if I can get Canada to watch at least the first couple episodes, and then it'll just come down to whether or not she's into it. Because if she is, the two of us will tear through a series if we're on board together. But it's like, it's not always easy to get two oh, people. Totally, you know? totally. So, sorry, this dude was just looking at mannequins and... Yeah, he stole one of these women's bags, I believe, in the yeah, park. Yeah, so he's got an address now. They should bring back those nurse caps. The dark-haired lady is a is a adult film actress. Okay, I, I learned that on Joe Bob. Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, that guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. And not always the most uh, progressive guy. Yeah. But but yeah. Uh, but I I've been watching uh, Joe Bob Briggs's uh, Shutter Show. Yeah, the last drive-in. It's fucking yeah, it's great. And Eric and I have talked about this a couple times on the pod, like. A hundred percent. It's just like he is like your uncle or your dad or whoever it is that has uh, a not so progressive sensibility. But he's like a good hearted guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be clear, we're not talking about, uh, you know, a Trump supporter or anything like that. He's just a little bit. He's from a different era, you know. But really encyclopedic about like this person oh, oh. was in this and like, oh, my God, oh, yeah. I can't believe the stuff he comes up with. So is this your first uh, time around with him? Did you watch any of his older stuff? I, he hosted Monster Vision on TNT for some time. Uh, Mike Mitchell is a big mm-hmm. is a big Monster Vision guy, and was all. Uh-huh. I feel like I saw something he did on like TNT or TBS or something like that. Yeah, TNT because, was Monster Vision. Yeah. But I mean, this is the first time that I was like, now I know his name, and I'm like trying to watch his. Uh, his versions of the uploads on Shutter, yeah. right? Yeah, but when I saw him, I was like, "Oh yeah, I feel like I've seen this guy before." Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's great. And that's I'm just like Mitch. I like was it was appointment viewing every every weekend for me. Yeah, same for me. Um, it, I prefer to watch a lot of these movies, uh, including this is how the re- most recent time I've seen Maniac was a Joe Bob. And it was just like it makes it so much easier to watch some of these like movies that kind of get a little slow or aren't mm-hmm. the best. Um, having like built in commercial breaks is great. It's funny because yeah. when I pick a movie in and of itself, runtime is uh I like dock points for runtime. Like I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll oh, watch an too. I'll watch a ninety minute movie in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. if something's if th- if something's like two hours and change or like a fucking Marvel movie that's like two hours forty five <laughs> minutes, uh it's not as appealing to me. But so I was like, I don't know if I'm into these like Joe Bob commercial interstitials, but now right. I love them. I think they're a great break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh it's it's Really nice. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the reason why that kind of runtime is so valuable is because you want to just break it up. It's like I can't just sit here for two and a half hours nonstop. And and for um, sh- and for streaming, it's the interstitials with no commercials. That's yeah. the best way to go. Because uh, back on, on Monster Vision and stuff, I'm sure it was like well, you got your interstitial and then you got like mm-hmm. six yeah. minutes of commercials. Yeah, yeah. I think they used to they used to cut out big chunks of the movies. Um, that's how they did it um which partly was you know editing for content and stuff but yeah it's like there's movies that i have only watched on monster vision so i'm like oh yeah i've seen this old horror movie and then i watch it i'm like i don't remember like a quarter of this shit yeah but yeah that runtime thing i could not feel that more in my bones i think that's just is that just is that just you turn thirty five and then that all of a sudden is just I think like so. where you're at? It's like I can watch one movie before I go to bed, and I'm always going to pick the thing that's an hour and a half compared to the mm-hmm. two hour long thing. That's why I mean, eventually we're gonna have to get paid for plugging it so many times. But that's part of why I love Action Boys movies so much. Is just it's like. Half the time, it's like 84 minutes long. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I will watch uh, Invasion USA for yeah. less than 90 minutes. It doesn't matter how I'll fucking bad it is. watch Showdown in Little Tokyo. <laughs> um, Jeff, have you ever lived in New York? No, I haven't. Uh, I, haven't I think it, I think it would be overwhelming. I really like to visit, especially when I have like a real reason for being there. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it's so on top of itself all the time. I don't yeah. know. I think it'd, it'd be a great place to be rich. Uh, beyond that, <laughs> yes. I feel like it would be a terrible, terrible place to try and like establish yourself. Get re- by, yeah. You literally, I, I, it, it is almost eerie how closely you echoed what my answer to that question would have been. Mm-hmm. Those are my two prevailing thoughts about New York. It I seems w- cool, but it seems like overwhelming. I would have loved to live there fresh out of college. Yeah. Um. Even though I would have been broke, but like just seeing like this scene in the subways mm-hmm. makes me want to live there. I don't know. I like I like the the um overcrowdedness of it. Obviously not now, but there's something yeah. like romantic about it to me. I I remember. Uh, I grew up in New Hampshire, and I went to Ithaca, mm-hmm. uh, Ithaca College for, I guess you could call it film school, but <laughs> so like. I feel like cities like New York are so photographically interesting in every direction because it's so on top of itself. Yeah. And I hated that, like, I would make movies as a kid and then later in college 
and it would just be like trees, trees, trees yeah. in every in every direction. I was like, <laughs> I I want like urban bric-a-brac as far yeah. as the eye can see. And you get a little of that in L.A., but you get it like times a million in New York. It's just oh yeah, so yeah. great. Uh, where in New Hampshire did you grow up? Uh, Southern. I I grew up in Londonderry, but I okay. went went to high school in Nashua. I I worked in Manchester at the mall. Gotcha. Cause I'm from Southern Maine. Like Portland? Like, uh, actually, south of there, more closer to like Rochester, New Hampshire, and like 45 minutes from Portsmouth. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah, yeah, in between like Portland and Portsmouth. Anyway, <laughs> maniac. <laughs> so, so wait, do we do we know anything about how he's picking these people? Is is it just he? This is the nurse who he found her bag in the park, right? Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, I think they're just sex workers and random women he sees easy to just assume they remind him of his mother a little bit mm. <laughs> i like the graffiti that just says i love you <laughs> over his shoulder hot honeys <laughs> it must Why be would terrible you? to be a woman <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no shit. If she gets murdered, it's her own fault for whimpering like that, though. It's like, don't make noise. Not to be insensitive. <laughs> More graffiti that says, I love you? No, it's. Is it- is that the, the same? most positive graffiti? That's the big one. Yeah, that was a little nice. Oh, no, this is a different one on the wall behind her. Yeah. Maybe that one says, I love something else. I love graffiti. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have asthma or something? Or... <laughs> Pre existing condition. Oh, that was that. Who's that guy with the nose? Did you see that? Yeah, like that. That like little graffiti thing. It was like yeah. the guy peeking his nose over the. Oh, thing. oh, uh, Kilroy. Yeah, what's that from? It's like a World War Two thing, right? They put it on planes. Oh, wasn't there a cartoon though? I don't know. Something about the fact that we're still on her makes me think that uh, she's not out of danger. Yeah, no, it's going to cut away. She's fine. (laughs) I was here. Have they done a reality show where people compete with their graffiti? Mm. I don't know. You should sell that. You gotta, yeah. you, you gotta delete that from the podcast. Yeah, make a note. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, what's the one with oh, K- Dave K- Navarro? K- oh, cool. Ink Master. Ink Masters. I was just thinking, you were like, yeah, the one that says I was here. If that was on like an Ink Masters graffiti, you'd be like, okay, well, so we talked about this. You gotta be more specific. So who's <laughs> I? You know, you gotta put yourself in there. What, who's <laughs> I? Nobody knows. I love the shaping around your vowels. 
She's... So if you were if you were chased into a bathroom, why would you like also so regroup you... in that same bathroom? <laughs> oh, I, I, I would I try finally... and like find a new place to kind of uh yeah pat pat my face down and regroup. It's gonna take my eyes away from this mirror, and I'm sure I'll be alone. Whoa! I don't think so. I don't think she does, man. That's the maniac for you. The fuck kind of... Is that a sword or a knife? I think it's a bayonet. Okay. The moaning. <laughs> boy, oh boy. You're right, it is a bayonet. See, he's a rational man. Do you like this look? Yeah. This is his best outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put that in our superlatives. The <laughs> maniac's best outfit. <laughs> There's so much subtitles of just like brackets that say like whimpering or moaning. <laughs> Oh, who else took a photo class? No, Me. I never did. No, Jeff, you did. Yes, I have such fond memories of listening to music on headphones and just hanging out in a dark room, feeling really moody. You know. Yeah. Yep. Now, this is a well-to-do young woman. Those pants weren't cheap. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think... I don't know. I mean, again, being a woman is a nightmare, but... You you see Frank Azito and you say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on in. That's why I say, are you shocked at all that he expired shortly after this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys hear me okay when I'm leaned back? All yes. The way? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. There's some parallels here, guys, going. How does she select her subjects? Mm. How does he select his subjects? Are you saying this is some kind of metaphor? I guess that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I can think those Ithaca Film School classes paid off. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Frank Zito would beg to differ. <laughs> I do like this guy. He's good. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like Frank Zito. You don't the like maniac. the character, but yeah. No, but I think that Joe Spinell is doing a good job. <laughs> oh. He's charming. We like him. <laughs> Man. All right, you guys keep chatting. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, the shit you could get away with looking like in 19. I know. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> just like, the, I don't know if, that, if it's unbelievable or be- completely believable that he right. just. Oh, clam casino. <laughs> <laughs> fucking portholes on the the wood walls this place looks dope reminds me of the hms bounty this woman is so insanely attractive and he looks like a shoe yeah (laughs) like his hair is thin and Mm -hmm. unhealthy but also long yeah as you mentioned incredibly pockmarked face pear shaped midsection I, I have noticed the women in this movie are a total a, like uh, a total home run for old E-Rock here <laughs> all, all just like brunettes I mean, from the 70s sure I mean 80s. if you if it was up to you they might be a little bit chestier perhaps well I, I'm not saying I like anybody <laughs> everybody but uh, yeah nobody's sure, perfect natural. big naturals <laughs> heavy hangers <laughs> Oh, what are you sipping on now? Uh, I finished on my beer. Oh, so I might have to get another one, but I'll see. I might wait it out. See how it goes. Okay. How's that? So Bloody Mary before, before Jeff gets back, how do you think he's doing as a guest? <laughs> oh, shit, he's back, guys. Hey, watch it. <laughs> oh, fuck. You kids break it up. I always get myself into these predicaments. How's Frankie doing? He's doing really well with her. I was saying that the women in this movie are a real home run for me. And I don't I don't know if it's completely believable that this man is scoring a date with her or totally unbelievable, but <laughs> it's a different time. That's for damn it was a different sure. Time. Yeah. But I feel like that's also I don't know if this is just something I'm used to from TV and movies or if this is how real life is, but because she's an artist, I'm like, yeah, you know, she would like, she's like more adventurous and like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe she would, she's, she's open like, he's, he's so interesting. I'm just intrigued. I want to know more, you know, this song rips. Huh. Going to a showdown.
<laughs> the song is cool. It's the Joe Spinell band. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you fucker. The song oh. is fucking weird. Yeah, this is made for this song. Or made for this movie, right? It's gotta be. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, do it. Every man in this movie looks like a fucking mutant. Just hammered shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, Tom Savini is the hottest guy in this movie <laughs> by, like, a country mile. <laughs> It's by Don Armando. Oh, say no more. <laughs> I feel like that's, I think that's a fake name that's meant to evoke Tony Orlando and Don. Armando Bonilla Jr., known as Don Armando, was an American. Oh, D-O-N. Yeah, Don. Okay. Wait, he just got her a fucking teddy bear? I feel like this guy doesn't really know how to maintain a healthy relationship with a woman. I'm just happy it's not required for us to tuck our shirts in all the time. Oh my, I'd kill myself. Oh. A little bit of a brush off, huh? See, more moaning. <laughs> and some chattering and a groan. Joe Spinell's the Jimi Hendrix of moans. <laughs> he reinvented how to moan. Yeah. You know, he actually does it upside down. <laughs> Bring a jug of gin. He doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't seem comfortable in his own skin, you know? Mm. Uh. All right. Eric, am I getting drunk, or is this movie losing steam? Uh, this movie definitely loses its steam after <laughs> the head blast. But I think it picks it up again pretty soon. Okay, who is this? Is this one of the models, or what? The, I think this I think is the model who uh, took off her mom's necklace, and he picked, okay. he picked it yeah. up. Got it, got it. Her place is a little nicer than his. That is a nice place in New York City. What do we think this is? Is this a ground floor? Is that why there's steps down from the door? Mm. Yeah. 
This is like a three and a half million dollar apartment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, our first nudity. Is it really? I think so. I don't remember any. Yeah, I guess I don't either. Just putting on her shirt and then taking a shower? <laughs> The fuck is that? It's food. Like bubble bath? Yeah, wow. Did they do that in the, in 1980? <laughs> that bubble bath? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Like the colored shit and all that? Bath bombs. Oh, my God. Have you guys ever um, shopped for a bath bomb oh, at... Yeah. Uh, what's the place? What's Lush. The, the Lush, yeah. Hell yeah. My son loves bath bombs. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> He's way into him. <laughs> oh my god! What are you doing to that kid? <laughs> Pampering him, clearly. I haven't he had likes... a bath in uh, fifteen years. No, <laughs> I can't. I only take baths when I have the flu or something. The last time I took a bath was probably ten years ago, and uh, I, mom and Sarah paused the podcast or skipped this. It was after like a like a day long coke bender. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, yeah, and I just felt like I I tried sleeping, couldn't sleep. One of those things where I like got in bed at two p.m. and then just stared at my ceiling for six hours. Yeah, and then got out of bed at eight p.m. and I was like, I'm gonna take a bath and see if that makes me feel better, and it didn't. You know. <laughs> Turns out my heart was still hammering in my yeah. chest. <laughs> my heart is hammering and now I'm wet. Yeah. No, I consider myself lucky that I never had a drug-induced heart attack. I mean, I wasn't funny enough to die like Farley or Belushi, so uh, now I'm now I'm settled down. Look at that bachelor party coming up, though. That's fine. I got all the drugs I need in this giant Weight Watchers coffee mug. <laughs> Alcohol. I'm a, I just drink booze. That's what I meant. See, I don't feel like any tub that I've had access to in the last couple of years has been clean enough for me to feel good about mm. sitting Yeah, in. or big enough. I feel like I'm either... My That's my thing. Are at my chest, or I'm being squeezed from the sides. Yeah, I can only bathe one half of my body at a time. It's legs or upper body. <laughs> uh, those are my only options. Now, as far as the clean bathtub thing goes, it just—I think it all just comes down to whether or not you live with a bather, because they will keep that thing They'll clean, bleach the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice toilet. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a school, school bathroom. Locker room toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I moved into my last apartment, we had one of those flushers that was just like uh, a metal fucking peg that you kick. And it's like, <laughs> and it was like, whoosh, it was the loudest. It was like the fucking most industrial toilet. And when we moved in, they were like, we're going to get you a new toilet. And I was so bummed. I loved like the elementary school flusher. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you could have asked to keep it. 
Now, how do you get in? He put a piece of tape over the over the the lock. Uh, it sounds like a good idea. He, he, I saw him sort of like fondling the uh, fondling the door for a second yeah. there. Ooh. I didn't even know the thunder began. Spoiler, clock chimes 12. <laughs> Would have liked to hear how many chimes there were. That is one of my issues with closed captions is that yeah, you when see... they're not timed right. Yes. Uh, do you guys watch stuff with subtitles? Are you a subtitles guy? Uh, I, I'm not, oh. but... But Kenda is. You mean, do you watch uh, things in English with subtitles? Just yeah, just just like normal, along? just like normal television. End of a night. Sometimes it depends on. Uh, like I've been watching, I may destroy you, and we we put the subtitles on for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, heavy Any, accents. Eh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Moaning in slow motion. <laughs> and there are just some shows that are mixed so low that it's hard to hear what's happening yeah uh, i've i've warmed to the idea of just like watching a movie with subtitles but it's not my go-to mm-hmm. when i when i have friends who do it i'm sort of like eh, do we have to yeah yeah i mean I, like i was alluding to it's just like nothing makes me angrier than having a revealing piece of dialogue spoiled a second before. two two seconds before it's actually delivered by the actor yeah where it's just like what's the even the point of watching them act it's like we're just getting information delivered via text you know i've been watching a really terrible reality show called darcy and stacy with a couple friends over zoom on sundays okay and um i'll put the subtitles on because we try to sync it up and watch it at the same time and last week it was the closed captions got mixed up with like a plastic surgery show. <laughs> and it was just like complete. It was, they'd just be doing something and be like, my nipples were cut off. It was, <laughs> it was almost like a David Lynch movie. It was fucking great. That sounds fun. I feel like there's definitely a reason. It's just yeah. maybe pointless. She looks kind of like Nancy Allen. Joan Allen? No, Nancy Allen, you know, RoboCop? Oh, I guess I don't know her by name. Well, maybe you should. Prick. I'm going to look her up, Price. See, right, you, see if you're right. I'm not saying it's her, she just looks like her. She's also in Runaway with Tom Selleck. Why is Mom always such a uh, yeah? It's always with, with with Psycho with Jason Voorhees. Like, well, I, I think it, it is Psycho. It is, a, it is an accurate thing with serial killers. Yeah, they're often like traumatized with their mom, often abused. But, yeah. 
Psycho really like pioneered it in movies. Yeah, I mean, I think so much of that stuff started there. And yeah. I would suspect that it ended up in Psycho because that was... Yeah. If yeah. you went out and you tried to study serial killers, that's what you would find out. And but I mean, that was an Ed Gein thing, too. Like, he literally was trying to build, uh, like, a skin suit to become his mother. That was his his yeah. ultimate goal. I can't even, like, be in a house with my mom for more than a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) It is also creepy to, like, you know, on film or whatever, or in real life, to have a guy who's, like, scary and physically intimidating have like a weird thing about his mommy is like yeah. such is such like a <laughs> is such like a bad mishmash of like <laughs> vulnerability and power. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why I feel very lucky that I just have a withholding dad. Um. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Oh, yeah, finally. You really get the sense that they were trying to swing for the fences with this movie. Like, oh, we're going to do something. Right. It's going to be real. It's going to be gritty. Yeah, I think maybe that Lustig thought that this was going to be like an acclaimed motion picture. This one doesn't look as good as the first one. No. Cool. Cool. Savini died, so they couldn't. (laughs) The effects the effects get worse after his character is killed. (laughs) Alright, be right back. See, I like the score, man. This is like pretty avant-garde, pretty pretty edgy stuff here. It I this feels like it might be a little hard to for casual listen. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's good, but also like that's one of the things I like about the synthier, like especially carpenter type stuff, is I feel like I can really just throw it on, you know, that's and true. like do stuff. Yeah, like some of that soundtrack feels like, but I mean, it feels like ahead of its time. It it feels like oh yeah, like uh, that would be something that would be in like Hereditary or like mm-hmm. bl- the Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner, or yeah, just like really discordant in your fucking face, intellectual horror. Do you see Midsummer? I did. I didn't like What'd it as think? I I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Hereditary. I thought it really kind of slowed down, but there were obviously cool parts, and it was yeah. cool to see like a stark daylight horror movie. I need to see it again 
and this is going to be an insane statement with the runtime discussion that we had, but apparently there's a director's cut. Yeah. That is like three hours and 20 minutes long or something. Yeah. And I've heard it's good. <laughs> and I'm like, I might watch that. You know, I, I'm so divided on that because I left the theater being like, this was overhyped. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I like that it, it resulted a lot of, in a lot of great Halloween costumes. But sure. Yeah. I, was, I was like, this, is, this movie is not as culturally impactful as I think people want it to be. But, yeah. uh, but I'll say this. People said that the three-hour Batman versus Superman was better. And I watched it, and it was. So, <laughs> so maybe, uh, maybe the three-hour Hereditary is the way to go. Maybe you double yeah. down on like the slow patches, right. and it and it really becomes something special. Speaking of midsummer Halloween costumes, what are we missing out on this year? What are what would have been the huge oh, Halloween costumes? Tiger King, Tiger King, yeah, Carol, Tiger Carol Baskin. Oh, oh that's mm. right. Yeah, that's got to be number one. Well, that's number one for fucking dumb people, right? It's just been too long. It, it, that was like six months ago. What's happening right now? Now, now everyone will have think. their tenant costumes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm surprised they didn't digitally remove the Twin Towers in that shot. <laughs> yeah, no, this movie's very sensitive to people's triggers. <laughs> did you guys dress up last year? Yeah, what did I do? Oh, did I last year? I don't think I did last year. I, every other year, every other year I'll go for it. And yeah, exactly. Same. Every other, then every other year I'll it'll completely lose. Uh, it'll yeah. I'll it'll just miss me completely, and I'll be like, "Fuck, Halloween's tomorrow." Yeah, a lot so, of a so. lot of it comes down to whether or not I get a real promising party invite early enough in the season, you know. Yeah. Um, well, that that's a, my favorite thing about being a parent is that I don't have to stress about Halloween parties and New Year's Eve parties because I feel like most of Halloween and New Year's Eve is just trying to find the right party to go to. Yeah, and I now felt I that way about. I feel that way about New Year's, but Halloween has always been my favorite. Like, I've never not been able to find fun stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Though I will say, and Jeff, I'm sure you were at a couple of these, and I don't know. But I, I will always remember incredibly fondly the best Halloween parties I ever went to took place at, at Armin's house in Angelino Heights. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably about 10 years ago. That was... Uh, a bunch of our friends lived there, and that place was nuts. And you get two hundred rowdy comedians and comedy yes. adjacent folks in there. Those are the good days, time. man. Being like, uh, you know, twenty five or whatever. Yeah, yeah. One of those years, I got really into poppers on Halloween. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this actually came up like last episode of the podcast. Yeah. I think it did. Uh, I'm not going to sell out my co-conspirators, but I was. I'll t- I, you can ask me out off the pod. You probably know at least one, if not both of them. But yeah, we got our hands on some and just spent a long time in the laundry room at Armin's house. Just, uh, <laughs> just really cleaning our VCR heads. Just visiting their mother's his mother's grave at night. This is our their date. third time. This is their third date. Yeah. 
I think the second one wasn't even a date. He just showed up at a photo shoot. It was weird. I mean, she is looking at him like he's a little weird. She's an artist. She's into it. Now, this is a jam. Yep. Like, this is, I would throw this on yeah. anytime. This is like goblin esque. Yeah. Oh, that's it for my Bloody Mary. I don't know. Horror movies, scenes in graveyards do feel a little bit like on the nose. Yeah. I had my first kiss in a graveyard. Ooh. <laughs> it's kinky stuff. <laughs> that feels right. We snuck in there and then we got kicked out. Should we rate this movie when we're done with it? Isn't that what our whole podcast is about? Rating and ranking things? Oh, Ooh, that's a wow. sharp shovel. That's, have you guys seen these um, tactical shovels? <laughs> have uh, you, hey, have you guys seen these uh, tactical shovels? No. <laughs> Jeff, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a buddy of mine, uh, very funny, talented comedian, uh, Carl Hess, uh, bought one because he got served an ad on Instagram. And I've seen this same ad. So it's like a Swiss Army shovel kind of thing where it like folds up and one edge of it is like sharpened like a blade. Oh, cool. And then the other side is like a saw. And it's like, so it's like for, you know, badass, yeah. you know, survivalists and stuff. Cool. Just talk I like over that the whole shit. climax of the movie about shovels. <laughs> was his mom a prostitute too? It sounded like it. Or she was just gone for periods of time with men. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I would like to see a super cut of him moaning like, and groaning that, but also just like psychos in movies, mo like talking to their moms in their own. Oh, head. sure. <laughs> you, you should do one like that where it's like the psycho serial killer talking to their mom. And then the other end of the conversation is like fucking, uh, the mom from home improvement or something. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. I feel kind of bad for him. That was cool. I mean, he's having a tough time, you know? 
Yeah, I feel, feel like bad with, for him. With the effects of, you know, I mean, he's in a lifetime <laughs> under the yoke of toxic masculinity. He doesn't know mm-hmm. how to process his emotions. <laughs> Lord knows this guy hasn't been within 20 yards of a psychiatrist or a <laughs> therapist in his life. I'm not condoning what he does. I'm just saying. There have been a lot of movies and shows where they have a guy who like masquerades around like a normal person, but is a killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of the more puzzling ones because he's so affected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he can barely hold it together, but then sometimes yeah. he's super suave. And then he gets like a third date with like a cool photographer lady. <laughs> it's one thing to be like American Psycho, but it's another to be like this guy. Okay, we get it. Let's let's get to the climax. <laughs> <laughs> I was like really in it for a second, and then I was like, okay, we've just been watching weird shots of mannequins for a little too long. I think he might have mom issues, though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think he should see someone and just talk about it. Oh. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah. This is great. This is what I wanted. I didn't even know I wanted it, but as soon as it started happening, I was like, yep. Now, are these the women? I yes. believe so, yeah. yeah. The The sex worker actor was the same one, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Is this like oh, no. Day of the Dead? Yeah. Savini knows his moves. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All <laughs> oh, that sound. Oh, oh my God. Wow.
God. Oh, I was going to be oh. a little mad if that was just the end. Respect it as an artistic choice, but also be frustrated. <laughs> Seems like he's in a nice neighborhood. See, cops New York. Sh- cops should have those still. I know. Like on the oh, dash? The, like the those ones things? they stick on top? Yeah, the cherry, uh, what are they called? Cherries. Cherries and berries? <laughs> That's what we said <laughs> when we were in high school. Oh, because they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's blue. Red and blue. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Steve oh. Coogan. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those eyebrows and those bangs. Okay, who called? Like, how did they get here? Look at those tiny, tiny guns. <laughs> <laughs> they look so cute. Fully cap guns. <laughs> and uh, just tapping on your partner with a gun. <laughs> Don't fucking touch me with that, man. Yeah. It was funny back in like the eighties and stuff where everybody on film was forty years old or older. I yeah. know. Like, like now we have this thing where it's just like you gotta but, be nineteen. What yeah. the fuck? There's more police work to do, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen enough. <laughs> that was the new tenants outside. Insane. That guy is packing some heat downstairs. <laughs> oh, he's so ah, maniac. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Wow. All right. A lot going on, to, a lot to unpack in those last five minutes. It definitely, yes. yeah, Tom I mean, Savini it definitely. Is disco boy. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the ending. It came back up for me. I definitely started to snooze a little bit. Yeah. I'll. I think in between Tom Savini being killed and then him mm-hmm. being attacked by his like, yeah. spectral victims, uh, there there was a lull. Yeah. And why why is it that so many movies lose steam in that same place? You know, it's that second act. It's it's tough, man. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, that was. Fun, I think. I yeah. think I liked that. I'm glad I watched it for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the first time I saw it, um, I was kind of just disgusted by it. But then, sure, when I watched it recently, pretty recently on Joe Bob, I I learned to appreciate it a little more. And this time around, I I had fun. I had fun. Ooh, yeah, a, a lot of songs by Don Armando. <laughs> That's an Armando uh, joint. Also, yeah, the one, the Don Armando one, I, I always get mad. I mean, this is such a, like, amateurish thing to think about a song credit. It's like I hear a woman's vocals, and I'm like, how is this a Don Armando song? There's a woman singing. <laughs> yep. Know? Yep. It's her song. Uh, wow. Okay. Any, uh, uh, any closing thoughts? I mean, yeah, Jeff, so- did it live up to all your wild expectations? Do, do you feel like 
to for the listener at home, this will come out in, in a week, but it's it's the first of October. This is the beginning to me of the official Halloween season. It's yeah. a full moon as well. Oh shit. So yeah. he goes to the graveyard. We don't know what happens to to a photographer lady. She right. she yeah. pro- she probably gets away, which is good for her. He yeah, yeah. he gets attacked by a zombie mom, which is cool. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see like his psychoses sort of haunt him. But then to yeah. have him literally actually knifed down by his visions mm-hmm. was a little whack. And then to see, oh, he's not actually killed by those things that can't physically harm him. Was sure. like It was like a double twisty, who gives a fuck? <laughs> but but uh, all in all, cool. I like the, the vibe of it. I like the, mm-hmm. the, the era of it. I mean, yeah. so many of these '80s, like Schlocky '80s, uh, these uh, Schlocky '80s movies, yeah, succeed just because of the era and the limitations that they were made in, and not mm-hmm. real, not truly on their own merits. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, completely, completely correct. Yeah. Um, in, in I like it for the same for like almost the same reasons of just like, I like the era of New York it takes place in. Mm-hmm. I like that. It feels like really gritty and sweaty and gross. Yeah. Um, it is <laughs> hard to watch in places, especially <laughs> with like, a modern sure. eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we had sat, if I had had to sit on the couch and watch that with my fiance, I would have felt a little queasy. I would have felt bad. Yeah. I would, this, for this a lot is a, of it. When the, when my wife goes to bed, I watch this. <laughs> yeah. Maniac with a box of tissues. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> well, Jeff, uh, on the podcast, uh, we have a very rudimentary rating system, which we've adopted. Great. Um, where we have co-opted the classic game, Mary Fuck Kill. Uh-huh. Uh and for each film we watch, we like to uh, apply one of those three honorifics to the movie. Um, so you can really interpret that however you want to. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and if you want, uh, maybe one of us should go first. I don't know. Eric, do you want to Do you want to start it off? How do yeah, you feel sure. about Maniac? Uh, it feels very disgusting to say, but I'm going to give Maniac from 1980 a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck with this movie, but um, yeah. I don't want to watch it every Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's certainly not a kill. I think yeah. if no, if for nothing else, like historically, it's important. Yeah, I um, think that's yeah, yeah. So I, it's a fuck for me. What about right. you, Mike? And, uh, I, I like what you said there, and because we are just making a lot of this up on the fly, this is our first Halloween episode i'm gonna make it canonical that the context in which we're trying to view these movies is through that lens of watching them every halloween or in the halloween season right um and that was kind of the idea when we talked to you jeff we were like hey what do you want to watch as like a halloween movie yeah and so for me i will also say as unsavory as it is this is a fuck um uh one of the things for all the reasons you guys said also i i i I'm getting to the point where I think I would watch anything Tom Savini did the special effects for. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. regardless of the quality of the movie surrounding it, it's just like he brings so much. Um, and yeah, I think it's a weird, interesting movie. It is not fun, really. Um, and I think that in a way, it kind of fails the criteria 
And that it's, you know, for me, like the ultimate Halloween watcher, I want it to be fun or spooky or or really scary, like one of those things to hit one of those buttons. So I think mm. it doesn't do any of those. For that reason, it'll never be a Mary. But but I do think that uh, I was like, oh, I've seen a lot of slasher movies that are worse than this in a lot of ways. And so mm-hmm. for that reason, I will also give it a fuck. Dang. Well, I'm going to yeah. be the outlier and say this is a kill, baby. Oh. Uh, and I guess, look. If this is your sort of thing, you've probably seen it already. If you haven't seen Maniac yeah. already, I would say you probably don't need to seek it out. Mm-hmm. And so f- for that reason, you got to be scraping the barrel pretty hard at this point to get to Maniac. <laughs> you probably know that it's up your alley and you've probably seen it if it's for yeah. you. It's not yeah. like it took me a long time to see Reanimator. And I, that Reanimator is a Mary for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was I was upset at myself for not having seen it sooner, and uh, this is the opposite. I feel like, hey, glad I watched it. Very cool, mm-hmm. and, uh, different. I'm, I'm never gonna watch it again. I'm not going to recommend <laughs> it to anybody. That's a kill, man. Yeah. All right. That's totally fair. Well said. Um. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: just because uh, finding out that you came late to Reanimator, have you ever seen From Beyond? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's my that's my whole thing is just like if people tell me they like Reanimator I'm like have you seen From Beyond? Dude, it's great. Yeah. That it, movie it's rules. uh it's quite horny too. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. When, no matter what you're into, there's probably something in there for you. Uh similarly, <laughs> have you guys seen Life Force? Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah, I just watched that recently. I liked uh, it. It's crazy. I liked it I liked it too. I I really liked the first like hour or so. It sort of falls apart towards the end, but that might be some of the best nude scenes on film of all time <laughs> to bring it back to your horny. <laughs> yeah, like it's a it's like a psychosexual uh, horror movie, you know? Like yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, my favorite psychosexual horror will always be Hellraiser. And I was actually just watching Hellbound uh via Joe yes, Bob last I, night. I just watched I just watched Hellbound. I haven't seen the, Hellbound yet. The, the Joe Bob. I mean, one. I, Oh God, I don't want to go into it too much because we will do Hellraiser eventually on the on the show. But I will just say that Hellbound Hellraiser 2 is the movie that I bring up when people are like, what's a movie that you saw too young? Mm. And I watched that movie with no adults around with just me and my friend Boris Baikowski. I don't know why, but we had a VHS rental and we could not have been older than 10, maybe nine. Yeah. And watch that whole movie. And I was watching it last night. I was just like, this movie is fucked up for like a grown adult. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, were there any horror movies that you saw way too young that just kind of haunted you through life? Yeah. Um, The Maggot Birth and the Fly. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I did pretty well. Um, I was kind of a scaredy cat when it came to slasher stuff. I literally mm-hmm. didn't see didn't see a Freddy or a Jason until like Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I was not into that that stuff. I did love sci-fi horror. So when I was like, yeah, about ten or whatever, I saw the Aliens. I saw the Thing. I fucking love the Thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and and like stuff like The Fly. When it gets to en- to anything that's like really darkly like sexual or like biological uh the cronenberg stuff 
Mm-hmm. That ki- that kind of would sneak in in some of those, uh, you know, aliens like a sexual thing too. But specifically the maggot birth in the fly. Yeah. I the remem- whole last third of the fly. <laughs> I remember like feeling like I was going to puke when I when I watched it. Mm-hmm. But but like I mean the fly is incredible. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, definitely that. Oh, and also uh, arachnophobia scared the shit out of me as a kid. Oh yeah, that was a scary <laughs> one for me too. I'm trying to get Kenna to watch that, but she is legit too scared of spiders to agree to it. Yeah. She just that's, outright refuses. That's not an irrational fear. When people say, like, I'm afraid of heights, it's like, no, 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 no. You're afraid of falling to your death. That's, right, right, That's right. a legitimate fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, spiders are creepy as shit, and so are snakes, honestly. I'm okay with a snake. I'll, I'll let yeah, a snake, I'm okay with snake into, into my home. Well, you guys are weird. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> well, this has been fantastic. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for coming in. Guys, out. What a, um, I think it was a rousing success. I, I think so, too. I, do you even need to do any more of these? I feel like we peaked. <laughs> do you want to just come back for the next three weeks? Yes. This could just be Jeff Tober. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. The spookiest uh, of seasons. Yeah. Do you have... Uh, uh, it's a podcast, so I am legally obligated to ask if you have anything you'd like to plug. Well, we talked about it up top, but mm-hmm. uh, please, you know, check out the Sloppy Boys. That is my band. We have three albums now. One, we did one a year, and we just rounded out the trilogy. We're very proud of it. Check us out. Follow us. Follow us at at the Sloppy Boys wherever you follow anyone. All right, fantastic. It's Thanks, great. guys. Wholeheartedly yeah. endorse it. Yeah, it's a band I enjoy. And despite the fact that it's a friend's band, which honestly is more of a check in the negative column for me. Than oh, of course. <laughs> uh, guys, right. if you want to write to us, you can do so at killstreakpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at killstreakpod at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You know how to at, find shit on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Go to twitter.com on your phone. Don't download the app. That's how they get you. <laughs> that's how the. Russians hack the Russian hackers get you. Oh, Mike. Yeah. Are you ready to wrap this baby up? <laughs> I am. Do you have a line queued up? From no, the movie I don't. Maniac I don't. To close the episode as we do with every episode. And as always, I'm Frank Zito. <laughs> Subtitle of moaning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you. See you.